Okay, welcome back to the fourth annual, oh man, it feels good to say, the fourth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host, Otis, and I am joined tonight by Katie. Hi. Danny. What's up? And Jeremy. Hello. Hey. So, this this year, I'm aiming to get some different people. I mean, I'm fine with just me and Katie, or me, Katie, Emma, and Micah, but... I've learned there's other people out in this world that like horror <laughs> movies, so it makes me happy inside. So, sit back and relax and enjoy our review of Hostel. Welcome to your worst nightmare. Uh, that's actually a pretty good tagline. That's a solid tagline. Mm-hmm. That could go with any horror movie, though. You could put that on anything. Yeah. Hit that music. The squad is working in the lab late one night when their eyes beheld an eerie sight. For the horror movie list began to grow in size, and suddenly... To their surprise, they watched them all. Here was the scream of With no lights on. All frozen, no cars. Happy spookies, everyone. This is episode 15 of this illustrious podcast. So, like I said, we sat down and we reviewed, or we watched, we just watched it, and we were reviewing Hostel, the 2005 Torch. Torture porn horror film by one Eli Roth. So I don't know if you guys have kept up with Eli Roth's list of movies. So his first movie was Cabin Fever. It's actually a really good one. It's got uh, uh, the best friend from Boy Meets World in it. Ryder Strong. Yes, that's his real name. But Sean, yeah, I I couldn't think of his real name. So I was like, yeah, Sean. So uh, it's actually a pretty dang good movie. So I have not watched that movie because every time I turn it on, I get like ten minutes in, and I'm like, "This is just a porn. Turn it off." <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's on the list. It's legitimate, like straight up porn for the first like twenty minutes, and well, it's I can't. That's kind of with the other movies. Yeah, <laughs> so is like, Hostel. There's a lot of uh, I guess nudity, sexual I mean, no, content no. in the first half of the movie. Okay, but there's a difference between nudity and porn like cabin fever is straight up six people in the woods in a tent fucking for the first 20 minutes like that's that's the movie like you turn it on and they're like setting up a tent and then they're just fucking and i'm just like why am i watching this and i turn it off i have not even gotten to the part where somebody dies because i just am grossed out (laughs) so this is dumb being that cabin fever was his first film after that was a rousing success, a ton of people wanted him to do movies. A ton of remakes of scary things like The Fog and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And one Quentin Tarantino told him, don't do a remake, do a new movie. Do something that comes from your brain. That's the best thing you can do at this point. Probably the best decision that he could have taken, honestly. Because, yeah, he could do a remake and be like, oh, that was pretty good, I guess. You know? I didn't realize he did The Fog. Well, they wanted, they wanted him to do The Fog. He didn't? No. He did this instead. Who did The Fog then? Ah, hell no. Because it would have come out around... Okay, never yeah. mind. That's yeah, someone fine. else. No, they wanted him to do it. Well, it, whoever did it, they did a great yeah. job. I love that but movie. The Fog... <laughs> like, yeah. That wasn't him. Yeah. yeah. But uh, while swimming in Quentin Tarantino's pool, he came up with the idea, after seeing a website on the dark web, <laughs> about a company that will kidnap people. And set them up for murder for you for an amount of money. And so he's like, damn, that's pretty cool. 
I can make a movie out of that. And then he did. <laughs> so that was probably a scam or something. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but he took that idea, and what if it was real? Yeah. Probably not a scam. I don't know if it was a scam because I I remember reading about it. The world is wild as fuck, and like think of the Jeffrey Epstein thing, and like all the just random kids that never got found, and the island where rich people go so they can fuck children. Like you can't tell me that there's not some secret ring of rich ass motherfuckers on this planet who are like kidnapping hobos and murdering them like yes that was the plot of another movie (laughs) surviving the game or something oh there's all sorts of them like that but the hunt is similar but more than likely like those are they're already like connected not searching on the dark web yeah more likely it's like send us fifty thousand dollars in bitcoins and then you do it and they disappear Yeah. yeah honestly they wouldn't probably be that easy to find you probably have to do a whole lot of weird searching oh, murder and... for pay in the u.s oh google said this first one's real good it's got four stars let's go with that one and it takes you to an escape room yeah <laughs> so with a ton of movies actually in 2018 he did the fantasy comedy film that's so opposite of him the house with a clock in its walls with jack black oh, yeah. I didn't see he that. did that movie so i started I... watching that one one time yeah, I was like, damn. I wanted to see that. We just never got around yeah, to it. Yeah, I didn't know it was Eli Roth. I'd have been like, I'm going to give it a watch, even though it's opposite of everything else he does. It's so different. I remember Eli Roth from all the Quentin Tarantino films he's in. Uh, I want to say in Death Proof, he's one of the college assholes trying to get the girls drunk so they can go to the pool, uh, the, the lake house, but then they don't. It's good for them because they get demolished. And he's in Inglorious Bastards. He's the bear Jew. And he bashes that Nazi's head in with a bat. <laughs> and he shoots Hitler like a hundred times in his face in the theater. Is he related to Tim Roth? Ah, probably not. I mean... Even though they're in all the same, all the movies? Wouldn't that be cool? All the Quentin like, Tarantino movies? Yeah. It's like the Spider-Man movie that's pointing at each other. It's like, I've seen, I've seen you at... They're probably like cousins or something. Family reunion, like, who the hell? But no, uh, yeah, Eli Roth. So he's real good friends with Quentin Tarantino. That's why he's always in his movies. You'll see him somewhere just... For a couple of seconds, he's like, here's, here's a payday, bud. <laughs> but no, Hostel was the second movie he did, and the spoilers on the money did, did fucking good. I remember going to the theater and actually watching this with Steve and my buddy Josh. Terrell wasn't there, I don't know what he was doing that night, but boy howdy, he should have been there. But uh, it was a full theater, and certain scenes, people were screaming and stuff, and she they were, it was it was wild. I've never seen a movie like that. And I remember it was fairly controversial at the time oh, yeah. that it came out, which got a lot of people talking about it. So of course they're going to go to the theater. Now oh, that yeah. you've piqued their interest, that this movie's so bad, it should be banned. Yeah. Well, no, I want to see it. <laughs> it's uh, one funny thing. Uh, actually, at one of the premieres, one dude thought he was having a heart attack, and one lady like fell down the stairs trying to leave because she was getting sick. And so everybody thought that Eli Roth like paid for that to happen. They're like, oh, oh, I heard it. A crisis actor. Yeah. This this movie out. made me lose my mind. And it's like I didn't do anything. It's like these old people went into this movie thinking it's not going to be bad, and then they freak out. Just like with The Exorcist back in the day, people. I remember uh, one of my friends, their mom like went to see, it and she was like, I was freaking out in there, and, and older people just like, oh, I had my heart. That girl's head went all the way around. You know, just. Every generation, there's some movies that just people aren't ready for mentally and physically. Those iconic horror moments. Yeah, it always blows their mind. 
So if you don't know anything about Hostel, that's crazy because yeah. But like I said, it's attributed as the first of the torture porn. So if you don't know what torture porn is, it's a scary movie that doesn't necessarily have a big scary monster in it or anything like that. It just shows you know what's really scary? If you see this person get cut in half all the way through their body. Oh, that's, that's not the scary part. The scary part is it there's no the big scary monster is what's hiding within. Yeah. Like they're <laughs> kind of just normal people. Yeah, and that too. That's that's what's that's I think where the that controversy that's the big bad monster, not I mean that's that's I mean, pretty much the monster in all torture porn is like how just dark society is and like it's it's how not Satan, low, it's not a ghost. It, it's, it's like how low humans will go for their, shits and giggles, pretty much. Their own personal like eh, I'm bored yeah, with life. It's like the it's, entirety of the torture porn. Yeah. So like the collector, he's yeah. just like Well, it's funny okay. you brought up like how far people will go because that is legit the quote that was brought up for the hills have eyes. That family that had to fight mm-hmm. for their life. From More all torture the, porn. The, the, the mutants. The, the rapey mutants out in out in the yeah. desert. And then, last house on the left. Yeah. How far will a family go to save their daughter from rapists? I think the same thing for, like, the collector. Like, how far will Arvin go to get away from this yeah. guy? And <laughs> you want to die in this house or you want to, like, re-break your arm and get same out Same with Saw. Like, how far will you go? Are you going to cut off your leg? Or are you going to die in this bathroom? Yeah. So it's it's very much um, tune in next time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about three friends uh, that anyone could have, and they are in Amsterdam, and then they head to Slovakia for reasons, and then everything just goes takes a left turn from there. So you, I would say all if, down. Yeah. <laughs> so Katie, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down on Hostel? Thumbs up, but it wasn't scary. Maybe if I had seen it in 2006, it would be scary. People but were freaking out in my theater. <laughs> I'm sure they were, but we've come a long way in 16 years. Oh, definitely. And this is like child's play compared to like, I don't even know. There are many, many more very scarier movies than this. About kind of the same thing, like getting trapped by some creepy person or whatever and inescapable, like... There's a lot scarier things out there than this. <laughs> but it was good, Jeremy. I give it a thumbs up if you're a fan of the torture porn uh, genre. I think that it accomplished you know, what it set out to do in that. I did think, however, that the characters and the plot were a little bit light. Their motivations were um, not particularly nuanced. There was one guy whose motivations were like very good, the surgeon or the the guy with the shaky hand. Yeah. Um, he is probably the most, like, memorable and, like, well-developed character. Yeah. The guys, your typical frat bros. Yeah. You know, hunting for girls in Europe. And, uh, but the, the kills that they did, like, were really well done, considering also, like, the year that it was done, like, the yeah. prosthetics that yeah. they used. I had some serious, like, you know, like, um, moments where, like, yeah, like, of tension. There was yeah. a lot of tension yeah. leading up to um, all of events. those torturous yeah. moments. So for that, the suspense, thumbs up. Yeah. That's what they're aiming for. You know, they're not going to terrify someone completely, but they can make you feel bad inside before the, the nasty thing happens. That's what they're aiming for. 
Danny? Yeah, I give it a thumbs up. It's definitely like this is my this is the first time I've watched it. Um, and there were moments like I can I can call like I was gonna call a few things. I'm like, all right, yeah, see that happening. Yeah. And I think I think that's a little desensitization. Oh, like sure. we like we already know like people are this jacked up. Uh, yeah. So it was kind of so definitely like don't know if I'd watch again. Like I think I like more like supernatural stuff. Same. But um, I, I give it a thumbs up. I, I enjoyed it. Like I was thinking the same as you. Little... Like they're gonna get in a car and the keys are just gonna be in there. They're gonna. <laughs> of course, the keys are gonna be there. They think like the guards all think like oh yeah we're get, like it's good. Nobody's nobody's ever gotten away. Then there's gonna be a car chase and that's gonna yeah. be the climax of the film. <laughs> I I've always been a thumbs up on this. Even the first time I watched it, and like I said. Before this movie, because I don't think I watched Saw in the theater, because this came out 2004, I think it was Saw. Saw? Saw was a little bit earlier. Yeah, so I don't even think I watched Saw in the theater. I sure did. I did. But even with this movie... Halloween night. Yeah, going into Mm -hmm. it... I saw Saw 2 in the theater and couldn't sleep for like three days. (laughs) That was rough. You know, Mm -hmm. going in the theater and I was like, okay, hostels. So it's going to be people killing folks. I got this. And it's like, dang, that dude's getting sliced up. Oh, dang. Oh, my God. And then I just remember being in the theater just, like, hand on my chest, like, my Lord, this is a lot. And people just freaking out in the theater. Like, like women just screaming. Dudes like, mm. oh, shit. Like, it just, just the emotions from everybody in the theater. And I do miss that. Watching scary movies with a full theater some of the funniest stuff like um but it wouldn't even be like that now because we're so desensitized to violence like nobody gives a shit anymore yeah i remember paranormal activity 2 uh the last 20 minutes of that movie is probably the best one of the best 20 minutes of a horror movie and we were all sitting there in the theater just like okay dang that was a pretty good ending and it's like the next night you're like but the next night but they just got oh and everybody's like what and then everybody looked at the watches like we got 15 minutes left y'all and they were like oh <laughs> and everybody was just so taken aback because they thought it was over i yeah the ending of paranormal activity 2 is fucking great so uh we'll get through this story it's pretty dang simple it's funny when it ended we we're all like dang that was pretty quick that was quick it was quick yeah i forget sometimes horror movies Hour and a half, man. They get the story in, and they're like, bye. <laughs> they tie a neat little bow on everything. Yeah. They roll the credits. Yeah, it's pretty dang good. So, um, I know I have a couple of quick fun facts. Eli Roth, he apologized to Slovakia and Iceland for showing, <laughs> you know, showing that their people aren't all just sex-crazed maniacs. So, especially Slovakia, he's like, sorry, it's not a... He said it's not a historical piece, it's just like... I just picked a place. He's like, yeah, I threw a dart at a map of Europe, and yeah, that's he, he what said, happened. Yeah, he said people watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre and they still go to Texas. It's mm, not. A, do they though? Yeah, people do go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't go to the. To the that was a true story. Yeah, yeah, to the parts to the yeah. parts where Leatherface is, you don't go there. So yeah. you know, this is quote all of Slovakia. It seems like I so. I feel like that film hit like during a certain cultural zeitgeist in the mid 2000s where there were all these American, you know, study abroad backpackers yeah. that were staying in these hostels yeah. and it was like horrifying for them cuz it's like they stayed in these 
types of places where you're far from home, where you don't really have the protection there was that you're used to. There was a lot of movies in the early 2000s about that same kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, this had, actually, this had, yeah. this had three vacation. movies. Taken, Eurotrip, Hostel, it's all like... <laughs> kind of similar like i mean that nobody dies in euro trip but it's all the idea of just like going abroad and being explore yeah, experience but being very vulnerable and it was at yeah, the same they, time the oh um, there's like there was like a girl shit happening i don't remember what her name was there was like a girl who went traveling in europe and like disappeared and I remember that being like a huge fucking news deal around the same time, and everyone was like, "Fuck, yeah, Europe's dangerous as hell." It's <laughs> just like, ugh. okay, like millions of people go over to Europe every year, and one person gets kidnapped into this the most dangerous place in the world now. Like, ugh. come on, yeah, going to other places is scary, man. <laughs> Don't go by yourself. Nope. Yeah, go in a group. So. Uh, like I said, didn't help these guys. Yeah, you're, well, you're, they got separated. They were douchebags, yeah. so it's <laughs> yeah, that too. So Paxton and Josh, they're two college students, and they're backpacking across Europe, and they pick up a friend named Oli. He's from Iceland, and Paxton is Hispanic. Yeah, his last name's Rodriguez. They never say it. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we never got a lot of backstory on his family. So yeah, I know. We so have to I have, in the I have a ourselves. lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> So with these characters, Eli Roth, <laughs> Eli Roth set them up to be stereotypical Americans, and that's why they are so just American. It, like that's a bad frat, I mean, they're frat they're boys. They're definitely frat boys. Yeah. They, yeah. they just graduated from college, mm-hmm. and they're doing this, like, summer trip before they go to, like, one of them's going to law school. The other yeah. one's starting a thesis, yeah. So, you know, they're moving on to these, like, serious phases of the life. They want to have one big hurrah with girls and drugs and parties. Yeah. Just do it up, right? Yeah. So the, he, he made the characters like that. So to, to the point of you're not necessarily cheering for them, but you're not booing them that much. They're, like, right in the middle, you're like, y'all are kind of annoying. Mm. But we're following your story, so I guess I can Well, by today's like, standards, I was booing them. So. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> kind of like... Every word out of their mouth at the beginning, I was like, ooh, you are so jo- cringy. Like, Josh was okay. Yeah. Well, he's 2006. The one, he's like, he, Josh was okay, so I was a little bit upset he got grabbed first. Mm. 2000. Well, Ollie got grabbed first. Well, okay. Of the, of but the 2005, Americans. 2005 was a cringy time, apparently. Oh, like, yeah. Like, Early 2000s. Oh, yeah. God, just every Thanks. word out of their mouth was like, can't say that anymore. Nope. Can't say that anymore. Nope. Can't call somebody that anymore. No. Nope. Not allowed to say that. Nope. I was like, dude, just stop. Stop talking. Yeah. You're so horrible. Stop. <laughs> so while they're in Amsterdam, they are at a nightclub and they, um, they're having a pretty good time. Josh is a bit meh about him his life just like in tons of horror movies he, he was always... going through a breakup yes. he had just broken up with um a part and we hear a little bit about that how he was a senior she was a junior he graduated and then they just broke yeah up. it felt weird so that was the only explanation that we yeah. got. felt weird you're not in high school like yeah yeah that was odd one more year yeah so they head back to the brothel no hostel not the brothel i mean they close did enough go. i did this it's funny i I did this years ago when Terrell and I were talking about it. I said, and he's like, that wasn't a brothel. What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, they do words, go to a brothel at those, some point, but those those words are not so at this close. point. So, but Josh is the one that's like, 
he doesn't want a girl from a brothel. He like gets no. him actually meet some European girl. There's a moment the, in the there. The most interesting thing about Josh, I think we're talking about the same thing, is where he's actually kind of realizing maybe like what's wrong, quote t- quote unquote, with Josh is he's actually kind of like questioning his sexuality. For sure. Like there were some strong like when they get back to undertones the, there. When they get back in Slovakia, he keeps eye like I'm surprised they didn't like pan over and to like see who he was there because he keeps looking over it while he's in bed with uh, what was the her? girl the, the bl- yeah no Svetlana was the blonde Natalia Natalia while he was in bed with Natalia he keeps looking over he's watching Jay like, Hernandez he's, wa- he's watching for Paxton. sure well and right before that he like buys that creepy dude a drink and then the guy they met on the train the guy they met yeah, on the train and then he puts his the he puts his hand on his thigh like the guy on the train did to him. And, and when that happened, like, he like oh, way overreacted to it. He's the other guys super were laughing about it, and he couldn't laugh about it. No, yeah. he was like for sure in the closet. I think time. Okay, so so real quick, we kind of <laughs> hopped around, but no, but it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, trust me, it's fine. So they meet up with a friend, not a friend. They meet someone that tells them, "Hey, man." Like, Amsterdam's cool and all, but go to Slovakia. All the sexy girls are there. And check out my pictures of me. I would not say girls. that was their friend. Yeah. They, they saved them from the police because they got person. locked out of the hostel. Yeah. They, they were out past curfew. Yeah. And um, so they're trying to shout to get in. And all, like, the typical residents are like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, goddamn <laughs> Americans. <laughs> and so like, they throw a glass at them from down their apartment. So... Alex, that douchebag, like, yeah. oh, hey guys, come on over here. Come on in. Like, yeah. you're, you'll be safe here. And they, yeah. Hmm. So they, they, hmm. they hop on the train to head to Slovakia because Alexi or Alex tells them all the sexy girls are in Slovakia and they there's not hear, that many dudes. Yeah. They so hear your accent. Ratio. Oh, you're going to get lots of poon. Yeah. <laughs> Sneeper, apparently, Icelandic. That's for it. That means clit. Yes. Does not mean clitoris <laughs> or clitoris, whichever way you want to say it. So on the train, they meet the Dutch businessman, and he talks about how he doesn't use he uses hands to eat because he doesn't like to use utensils. Thing. Yeah, he likes to eat with his hands, and that like kind of bothers uh, Josh. Yeah, I mean it's pretty odd. Looking That's kind of what led uh, to it the bothered tension. Paxton. Okay, it it bothered, I mean I think it yeah. bothered everybody. I mean it bothered everyone. He's, it was like kind of weird, but he made. The quote is like, uh, people, we've lost our connection with food. Like this thing died, so that way I can eat. So I want to ha- I want to go back to having that connection. So after they get off the train, they meet up at the new hostel. Hostel. Mm-hmm. I'll set it wrong again. And they meet Natalia and Svetlana, and they're like, hey. "This is the Slovakian yes. hostel now." Yeah, Slovakian sexy ladies, and they're here to have a have a fun time. So. They meet up with them, and they meet up at the club later, and so Paxton and Josh, they got themselves cool new girlfriends, it looks like, or they're going to get lucky that night. They're lucky. Mm-hmm. They, they do hook up with yes. these girls. And Oli, he hooks up with the um, receptionist. Vala. Yeah, Vala. And so they're dancing, and so they all meet up, and Natalia and Svetlana and Paxton and Josh, they just have sex in the same room, not next to each other, but kind of in separate beds. And Oli heads to Vala's place to go do it. And so, it, like, everything's working pretty good. In the morning, 
Well, he didn't show up, so he's like, oh, he's probably still at that girl's house. That's fine. We'll see him at breakfast The later hotel on. guy said that he checked out that morning. Yes, unfortunately. And then that's when, I remember in the theater, I saw that, I was like, here we go. I was wondering. I was wondering if it was going to start getting kind of stupid. I was like, okay. Didn't happen. It didn't take super long. And they, Paxton and Josh, they meet up with this uh, Japanese woman that says, your friend is with my friend, and they left. And like, what are you talking about? And you see this really awkward picture of Oli and this chick standing with, you know, something in Slovakia behind them, like a picture. And I've seen people take pictures, and no one just stands, like, straight up. Just no oh, I'm pretty sure they were dead even oh, in that absolutely. first picture. Absolutely. They, they were standing them up, or they had them laid down and just took a picture, and then just, like, photoshopped a background to it. I was like, why is... Why is Jamie standing like that? That ain't right. <laughs> I don't like this. Definitely something. Yeah, right. something's up with that. So, later on, we see, we actually see Oli, his head. Or his head. Because <laughs> <laughs> another picture comes from his phone, and it says, I'm going home. And they're like, wait, wait what? what? What the fuck? Yeah, he's decapitated. So, he is murdered somewhere. And Paxton tells Josh, he's like, yeah, man, we didn't come here with Oli. At some point, he was gonna leave the group. He's from Iceland. And Josh's like, I guess. It just, you know, it was a weird way to say goodbye. And I'm like, I get that. Meet somebody, like, man, this is a pretty good friend. And just like, see you. Just one night, just leaves. Not like, even see you. Yeah. Just. That's the thing. <laughs> just, just disappears. Um, so that night, Paxton and Josh, they go back out to the discotheque with Natalia and Svetlana. And Josh is drinking. And he gets real sick to his stomach. He gets a little sleepy. You saw all the glasses lined up on the oh, table. Yeah. Like, they had done multiple Slam rounds of shots. Yeah, they were slamming. I'm sure they were enhanced with something like else, Like, double-digit shots. Oh, absolutely. One of them, probably, like, Easy. the fifth one, they just, like, drugged. They're like, yeah, drink these ten. <laughs> Keep drinking. So, Josh tries to head back to the, the hostel. He actually gets back to his bed and lays down. And then the door just stays open, and you see another... Set of legs pop up, and you're like, oh. And Paxton, he goes to get drinks for the girls, and then he stumbles into a, a room. It's actually where they stock all the beers and stuff, and he gets locked in there. Good for him. And he passes out in there. So we wake up with Josh in a very dingy, dirty, st- probably stinks in there, room, and he meets back up with that Dutch businessman that likes to eat salads and foods with The guy from the fingers. train and yeah. the bar. And he starts just attacking him with different weapons. Now, Josh is handcuffed down to a chair, almost naked. He still has underwear on. And he's using a drill, and he's drilling holes in Josh's body. And then he, we don't see what he does, but we, we hear Josh scream. And then he uncuffs Josh and tells him, hey, if you can leave, if you can get out of this room, I'll set you free. And he goes to walk, and then he falls. We discover that Slice those cut, Achilles. Uh, uh, Oh, man, the th- oh, people were freaking out. And Josh starts a-crawling. He's like, I got this, I got this. And then before he gets to the door, the guy stops him and slits his throat. So I was like, yeah, like you weren't getting out, bud. <laughs> so Paxton wakes up in the bar. So I guess they never had to restock <laughs> since the end of the night. No one discovered him. Yeah, he was- yeah no one discovered him all night. He was just chilling was in there. It wasn't even that far, really. But, <laughs> but Paxton wakes up, and he goes back to the hostel, uh, unfortunately, someone checked him out. They were like, oh, you checked out this morning. He's like, no, I didn't. I'm right here. His bag is with the hotel guy. Yeah. The same hotel guy. And he says, you have checked out this morning. And no, I haven't. 
I'm right here, room 237, you know, and there's something, like, amiss here. Oh, yeah. Some shit is Not something afoot. between the thing with Ollie, all the messages they left for him, um, and now him being mysteriously checked out without him being present for that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> something's not adding up. So he heads back to the room that they were in, and hey, look at that. There's two new sexy girls that look a lot like Svetlana and Natalia. And they're like, hey, you should go to the spa with us. See you there, sexy boy. And he's like, what? Oh, I thought that I was the same girl. No, it's no it wasn't the same. Yeah. It was different girls. Oh, I didn't even realize that was, that was like two where it's girls. like, all right, now this is like this is like a big operation that's going on. Because I was like, yeah, that's hardcore deja vu. Like, yeah, they always work, and it probably makes sense to have multiple girls because it's easier to seduce somebody. It's like, wow, all these sexy women are popping out. Yeah, I'll walk to this weird place with you. Oh no, then <laughs> you get snatched up. So he finds Italian Svetlana. And he tells him, like, where are my friends? And he's like, oh, they went to this art exhibit. Yeah, 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 that sounds right. That sounds like a lie we can tell you. <laughs> and it's like, well, take me there. And he's like, well, okay, we'll take you there, bud. And they make it to this facility, this building. Like and there's... Abandoned factory. Yeah. And so there's people outside of it. And so it looks like, you know, there's at least some type of population. But... You get past this first layer, and it's, like, broken down, burnt, just busted stuff. And then I was, I remember one of us said it. They were like, this place looks shitty. I'm like, well, yeah, you don't want people, like, walking by, like, what's in here? And you go in there, you make it look abandoned, people leave it alone. So Josh, I mean, Paxton heads in, and he finds Josh. All right. Oh, no. Josh is, his chest is wide open. And the doctor is just... I don't know what he was doing on the inside of him. Probably just trying his best at any operation he could think of. Yeah, well, probably because he wanted to be in, He wanted to be a surgeon, but couldn't pass because the boards because he had the shake. Yeah, the shaky hands. So, uh, yeah. He just had shaking hands. Well, they don't shaky explain hands. that. Yeah, his hands are so shaky. So this is yeah. definitely like him living out his fantasy of. I don't know a surgeon Whoa. that wants to kill the patient, though. Like, surgeons typically... Well, like, he's angry, though. ...save lives. He's angry, though, so he's taking it out on whatever person oh, he can gosh. pay for. Right? Not gonna hire me? Oh, I'll stab you. <laughs> so, it, I, I, I get it. So, Paxton sees this, and he's like, Oh, you're a bitch! And he's, like, yelling at... Yeah, Natalia. Yeah. Because Svetlana didn't want to go because she had already seen oh, yeah. that art exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> so Paxson gets grabbed and taken to a room. So he's about to get mutilated like all his friends. So Paxson, he wakes up and there's a German client and they confirm that Paxson's American. They're like, say something. And they put a gun to his face. He's like, what do you want me to say? And he's like, think American. USA. They had his passport. Yeah. And USA. He's like, no, I'm not American. I'm not American. <laughs> <laughs> passport. American. So the the guy that's torturing Paxton, uh, he puts a lot of different things into Paxton's face to make him freak out. And then he stabs him with a, it's like a gardening tool, yeah, it's right? Yeah, like a gardening rake. Like the like small, the little, yeah, little, the little three-clawed yeah. gardening rake. He stabs him a couple of times. And then at this point, Paxton... He's, Even the first time, though, you kind of see he's got this look of apprehension about yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, the dude didn't really. Um, it's weird. It's like they hadn't because they hadn't. We hadn't figured out what exactly this was yet. Yeah, like was it just like the 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 wannabe surgeon? But like as as after like 
Paxton gets drugged down the hall, and we see all these other dudes dressed in the same, like, kind of orange top leather, big leather apron, you know, doing whatever they want to people, and and it's, so it's like, okay, so something, it's, it's definitely bigger, it's not just, like, one yeah. dude, like, so is this just murder club? Like, what, <laughs> what is going on? So, Stay but this, clear. but Paxton's dude doctor, client, whatever you want to call yeah. them, he definitely like, get this, he has this look of apprehension before he even starts laying into Paxton. Yeah. Um, and then before uh, Paxton feels he's about to get murdered, Paxton says in German, because he heard the guy say German earlier, he says, if you kill me, it'll destroy your life. Every time you close your eyes, you'll see me. I'll be in your nightmares every night, your whole life. I will ruin it. Which is a pretty good thing to say to somebody to make them slow down and not kill you, and then the guy. And leaves. I wish they would have translated that. Yeah, they did not. They did us. not do that on HBO yeah. Max. I don't they did get not translate. why that was. Like, oh, he's speaking German. Like, well, I know he's speaking German. Yeah, I want to know what he's saying. That was, that was probably the most insightful line in the that whole. That he's film. ever had. And like he ever the had American the entire. entire yeah. Yeah, that was really odd. They left that out. I remember. Yeah, first time I saw it, I was like, oh, I don't know what he's. I assume he's just probably just begging for his life. And I was like, oh. So the German guy leaves the room. And he's like, oh, good for him. He's gonna let him go. Oh no, he's not. Uh, he brings in a security guy and he puts a ball gag in his mouth. He's like, he's talking too much. Can you please? And then the guy gives him a gun. And like, just in case you freak out, just just pop him in the head. So at this point, the bad guy he actually chops off a couple of Paxton's fingers. Two of them on accident. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy with the chainsaw he goes to I guess I don't know finally kill Paxton. And he slips on the throw up and ball gag. In everything that was on the floor, and the chainsaw falls on him, and he chops up his like what thigh? Chops up like yeah, right in the he middle of his thigh. His leg so off above definitely, which is hit that femoral artery, and he just like starts gushing yeah, blood. That's fucking hardcore. I don't. I yeah, know chainsaws pretty, are pretty dangerous, but I don't think they cut that hard. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so chainsaw typically have a seat. Like you have to pull the trigger to actually make yeah, the chain yeah, yeah. go. So. Unless that like it got stuck, which I mean, like Slovakia post, you know, it, they've got some janky shit. So that net chainsaw probably that was maybe full of blood. it was yeah, probably full of blood. So I mean, full stuck trigger could have mm, yeah. It's, it's that's that's a little plausible, but yeah, definitely not, not a, of, definitely a bit of a stretch. Yeah, not out of the realm of impossible, I would say. So, the dude gets his leg chopped off, and Pax shoots him in the head with the gun that they give, just in case you want to just kill him real fast. Headshot. Yeah. One. Headshot. Right in between the eyes. Yeah. So, he calls in the guard, and the guard's like, what the hell's happening? And Paxton shoots him with the last bullet in the gun. And it it makes sense that they give you two, just in case, because you can't kill something in two bullets. You need to quit with your life. So, Paxton scoots out of the room, and he puts on some, uh, like, armor on his face to cover his face, and he has a hammer. Uh, he ends up in another room and he hops into this like dolly full of dead bodies because actually pretty smart of him. He's like, maybe they'll send me outside because the, the other people are like starting to come down because the one guard is missing. Yeah, so he realizes he needs to get the fuck off that floor. So a lot of like Metal Gear Solid grade sneaking happens at this point in the movie. He's Not like, really. Well, he knocked out that dude, so at least 
knocked out one guy and snuck around. He's not that sneaky. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody in there that he like had to get by, he killed. He didn't knock anybody out. So this is where like Paxton starts getting a little bit of a thumbs up. He's got like he's the victim with the highest body count. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, ends up on the main floor. And he puts on some new clothes because he can't just be bloody outside. And he puts a suit on. He puts his, like, mutilated hand into a glove. And he meets up with another American guy. And he's like, you know, I've been waiting on this. You know, and he's getting himself pumped up like another typical douchebag American guy. He's like, was fun? Did you have fun? Ah." He's really intense. He's, like, (laughs) manic in his whole demeanor. Like, you know, and he just wants, like, what was it like? He's really psyched up, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> he reminds me just, like, of, like, almost like Joe Rogan or yeah. something. <laughs> just like, that type a little... of energy, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- this is where we find out that, actually, yes, this is Murder Club where people are paying to, <laughs> like, hey, five grand, you can get a local. Ten grand, well, ten grand a Russian? Yeah, I think and so. And 25 grand an American is on the back of one card. But this dude, he paid 50 grand for the other Japanese chick, Kana, that they met that was like, oh, hey, your friend, my friend. They like they left. Yeah. That, that was where we finally, like, yeah, this is murder club. Like, this is, yeah. this is where we finally find out, like, no, this is just, like, some dark and twisted people. Like, yeah. <laughs> like humanity what? Yeah. Humanity who? I'm bored. <laughs> Let me go fucking kill somebody because I got money he and can do that. He wanted the rush. That was the thing. The rush. Yeah, he was looking for the rush. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, just fucking bitches everywhere isn't enough anymore. Like, I'm just going to go kill somebody. Remember when you kill somebody with a, with a stabby thing or fire. So Paxton, he actually gets out and he gets to a car with the keys in it. So he gets to the car and then he hears screaming. And so there was a quick story that I don't remember the first time I watched it. And he says when he was a kid, he saw another kid drowning. And then he just stood there and he went to get help instead of going out to do it himself, which is reasonable. Kids shouldn't be trying to save kids from drowning because you'll just die too. And the lifeguard didn't move fast enough and the kid died. And so I was like, oh, that's why they brought that story up real quick. And so Paxton hears the screams and you see him kind of sit for a second. And he's like, I gotta go back. And he goes back. And he finds Kana and the hyped up American guy. And he's using a blowtorch on her face. And he shoots the American dude, puts him down. And then he helps Kana out by cutting out the eyeball that's hanging out of her face. And that, oh man, that's. Yeah, that was. Everybody was free. I don't know why he did that. He's not a doctor to yeah. be <laughs> like, performing I, a surgical procedure. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't surgical at that point. Like, her whole half of her face was... she. That was two-faced side. I guess, like... Like, that was it. It hurt because... It probably hurt more because it was just out. The eye... I don't know. I'm not an eye person. Oh, no, but then, like, you cut, he, you cut the optic either. nerve. He had no business yeah, performing he, a medical yeah, procedure yeah, yeah, yeah. on somebody Yeah, but then you that cut point. that, and then just the optic nerve is exposed. The... So, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what the... Without any bandaging at all oh no she didn't have anything on her face he never had anything on his like amputated uh ring and pinky finger he's just out there <laughs> Other the than wound the just kind of closed itself off like he didn't I even mean, attempt that's what the glove is for <laughs> oh yeah bandaging her he never would, applied would have been a horrible idea 
No, but bandaging himself. Bandaging himself would have been a, wise, but bandaging her would have been. Okay, how about a not thing. cutting her eye off in the first place? You're right about that. I mean, but they did say like at this point Slovakia is war torn, so like her just them trying to escape when her like eye hanging out though. Like, I feel like that's maybe more suspicious than, okay, yeah. like, she's burned and she's maybe you know, healed a little bit. Their attempts to disguise themselves were not particularly effective. No, <laughs> not the best. <laughs> well, they so, don't look Slovakian, so yeah. that's the first issue. How many uh, Mexican and Japanese people are there in Slovakia? That's the real question. Hey, there. Get them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The two. Yeah. The, so, one of each well, there in this movie. Four. Yeah. So Paxton saves Kana, good for him, and they get back to the car with the keys in it, and they drive off. We have a tiny bit of a chase, and they end back in, up in town, and then, hey, in the middle of the street, you see Svetlana, Natalia, and, and Alexis. Alex. They're all friends, and Paxton tells them, hey, meet my friend, Mr. Carr. And he runs them. Well, you, no, he you. runs them over. Yeah, he hits all three. Runs them all over. One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then fifteen points. Uh, what? Natalia was she the one in the middle of the street? With, yeah, Natalia yeah. survived. Yeah, and then one of the cars. But then the car that was chasing them from the compound. Yeah. Uh, fucking drags her through town. Mows yeah. her down. Just and destroys drags her. Through, yeah. And so Paxton meets up with. I didn't bring this up earlier. There's a gang of just dangerous, super oh, dangerous right. children in this. Who are town. also working for this murder ring? I may. You know, I don't know. I don't no, think they think were. So, actually. They were for sure. I don't I, think no, so. because they got bribed off with fucking a bag, a giant bag of gum to block these people, and then fucking throw bash rocks at them in. from the and bash their skulls. In. I mean, they probably I don't think know. they were working for. They know. Yeah. I think. I think they were. I think their job was to literally corner people, like to corner oh, yeah. to corner foreigners, and if they don't give. Whatever candy or gum or money or whatever the fuck, then you know they I think jump they were actually an independent but cartel I think, I of think juvenile delinquents you know, that were just for hire. Independent yeah, child cartel. Were, okay. I think they were kind of the competition because when Josh, so like their first night before, like they get super drugged up and taken. Josh steps out. We find figure out his problem with smoking is because he has asthma, and so the kids are about to jump the fuck out of him. Creepy doc, creepy wannabe doctor dude. Like it's like, oh, here's a dollar. Now get out of here. They run away. I think they were kind of more of a, like, they actually kind of inad- inadvertently like kind of stopped some of their business, and that's what really why the doctor stepped in. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, or the or the wannabe doctor stepped in for that. Yeah. So I don't think they I don't think they were working together that. Yeah, just, they, they may have worked together at some point, but yeah, just, the kids got bought up by a fucking big ass. Yeah, just another bill. dangerous hurdle in Slovakia. Really doesn't make sense because like the car that they steal ends up having like a big ass bag of candy in it, right? To question mark pay these kids at whatever given time, right? Why wouldn't this elite hunting ring? Just slowly kidnap these kids and sell them to these murder people. Because the I feel good. Well, you didn't get. I mean, the the local rate, but I guess they drew. They still had some sort of standard, and we're not going to kill kids, even though Paxton almost did for 
still in their cell, still in his cell phone. <laughs> yeah, he sure was choking that kid out. Choking the shit out of that kid. But so they drew a line at, at still children? have to be an adult. Yeah. At the children who are forcing me to buy them candy. <laughs> In Better this candy town. than getting my head mashed down. I mean, I'll tell you, I mean that. you could sell them for what fifty grand on this illegal black market thing. No, locals only went for five. Children go for fifty thousand. I'm sure. I think they morally drew the line at children, though. Yeah. <laughs> so Paxton pays the kids off. He's like, "I need a distraction, guys," mm-hmm. and I bet he—that's all he said. I need a distraction. They're like, "We know how to distract people." The bad guys get out of the car and they're like, "Get this shit out! Get out of the road, you dumb little kids!" And then bricks from the windows, like it's... Fucking know. rocks. They were straight Ewoks straight from, br- yep. from yeah. Star Wars. Like. Which, yeah, th- those kids it, yeah. all needed to be signed, because... For but sure. di- Nothing but direct hits to the dome. Yeah, sign the, all these kids up for the MLB. It was a highly coordinated, yeah. like, yeah. attack. The precision scary. was unreal of yeah. these fucking hits. Yeah, so these dudes, they get their heads actually mushed in. Kids yeah. straight up yeah. skull stomped. Them. They swarmed them. Yeah. yeah, usually I joke when I say people got their heads pushed out. No. I did not do that. Legitimately like just like <laughs> yeah, it was it was rough. I was like, I forgot they did that. <laughs> that was a gruesome kill. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty rough. So Paxton and Kana, after they are stuck in a uh, police blockade, they sneak off and make it to the train station. The most wild police yeah. blockade ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah most random. Like pulled a grandpa out of a car and started stomping his ass. Right. <laughs> and like, they wanted to like just turn around. Yeah, and go the other way. Truck but that, the police were like, "No, that's not going to be feasible." You've yeah, they were trying their us. best to hit a UE, like just mm-hmm. bust a bitch real quick. They're like, I just let me get this car. So they had to <laughs> run through a field. Yeah. So they scoot off and make it to the train station. Hooray, they're almost there. But the train station is full of bad guys just Swing waiting. with cops waiting who are for them. all working for this ring. Yeah. And- so everybody yep. in Slovakia is in cahoots with this because they probably just fun Slovakia. Oh, the police are super it. corrupt. Oh, where yeah. they make they totally all of downplayed their money. Yo. the disappearance. Oh, oh yeah, they didn't friends. give a fuck. They were like, "Oh, yeah. things happen." He, things he happen. left. It happens all the time. Like maybe he just didn't want to party with you anymore, and he just went home. I'm like, okay, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so they did nothing. They were useless. Oops, yeah. yeah. So Kana unfortunately sees her face in the mirror for the first time since her blowtorch uh, moment, and she just sees her face is fucked up in the theater. My friend was like, uh, "No, it's actually I think it was Steve." She looked in the mirror and he's like, oh, she's going to jump in front of a train. Wow. Yeah, and immediately. And everybody there's a like, high-speed train coming even though they're at a stop. Yeah. Like, the train didn't really train try to stop. hauling ass. Well, if you notice, it was just the engine. There was, no, there was no cars on that train, so it had no reason to stop. Still wild. Oh, man, it was going. So kind of jumps in front of the train because she's like, man, my face is jacked up. I don't want to live anymore. <sighs> and destroys herself and people get splattered with blood. That is a... That's a, that says a lot about beauty standards in the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just the, in the two-second clip of this girl not being able to accept the fact that half of her face is burned. And yeah. ends her life because of it. This is like... Just I thought it was that. more than that. I thought it was the trauma of that experience was like a lot for her in that moment. Seeing her face for the first time, you know, it just like took her over the edge. I think if she had thought rationally about it, she would have come to the similar conclusion as you, but in that moment, I think like it was just too much for her to bear. I I almost also wonder if she knew that they weren't going to get out together 
and she kind it of did, sacrificed it herself did kind of seem like a because sacrifice. because here she was, you know, she came up to Josh and Paxton when Oli disappeared and her friend disappeared and was just like, "Hey, your friend like and they kind of actually worked with her and and like the next day like, "Oh, hey, so we're going to like we're going to try and find Oli like one more time, but we're going to leave tomorrow more like, are you leaving tomorrow? Like, yeah, really I'm leave, like I'm leaving tomorrow." So like hey why don't you come to the train with us like yeah, we'll go so together. we're so gonna go together since numbers. something seems kind of off so I'm almost wondering if two you know yeah the the beauty standard thing um, definitely had a, I think a large role in it yeah. um, especially seeing that she was Japanese um, that's kind of a thing um, yeah. but also she maybe thought that she's like you know what we probably won't get out of here together his you know, maybe his, like, okay, his fingers got chopped off. You can spot me a mile away with my two-faced ass and, <laughs> all Damn. right. Like. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So, Paxton gets the distraction he needs to get on the train. Hooray. And then while on the train, he hears that crazy old doctor telling the same speech about eating with his hands. And he's like, son of a bitch, he's on this here. This motherfucker's on my train. So at the the next stop, uh, when it stops in Vienna, the uh, actually there's two endings. So I'll tell you the, oh. the... The ending we watched. The ending we watched first. So as they get to the stop in Vienna, the doctor gets off and he goes to the restroom, I guess, to poop. Or pee sitting down, whichever one. <laughs> Which and that's, a, that's a thing in Germany. Most men sit pee sitting down. It's comfortable. So... <laughs> Uh, Paxton slides one of the cards to the group Elite Hunting and the doctor sees it he's like oh, oh my fuck. god and he reaches out to grab it Paxton grabs his hands cuts off the same fingers he lost and then just rushes into the restroom that rest was room. another weird thing yeah when he got hit when Paxton got his fingers chopped off he like made so hard of an effort to like take <laughs> them with him. him and it's like Bro, you don't have any like so, you got like you immediately have to put that shit on ice. Like what? Like why are you trying so hard to save her? I don't know. I don't understand that one. He was gonna one. try to get to a hospital. He was thinking best case scenario. Right. Also, Ten those hours were later, the worst AT looking prosthetic fingers I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they looked like hot dogs. They were long as shit. Like that was some dogs. alien fingers. What the like, fuck was that? That for sure was not a person's hand. So uh, he gives. The doctor a swirly in the toilet <laughs> oh, and yeah. then lifts his head up and slices his throat and mm. hops back on the Swirlies train. Swirlies him again. Yeah. Hooray! Paxton got away. The alternate ending, which I think is eh, it's pretty cool. So Paxton gets on the train. He hears the Dutchman talking, but he has his daughter with him. And so the daughter has to go pee, and then he goes to the restroom, and he gets out before, and he's sitting there waiting on her. And then after a couple of minutes, he's like, it don't take that long. And he goes in to look, and she's not there. And they show the train, and Paxton has the girl, like, not Ooh, in that headlock, but he's holding the daughter, because he saw a picture of her earlier, and as the train scoots off. So Paxton has himself a hostage, because he's like, I'm probably not making it that far. I gotta have some type of thing. So either it was revenge, or some type of barring each other later. I like the the one we watched better. That sounds awful. That yeah. leaves yeah. the story just like without. Like, that kind of closes ending. it. Like, 
Yeah, the one we watched closes, closes it. The, it's the, like, the all right, other cool, one with the hostage away. situation. The, the sequels have nothing to do with these guys. In Hostel 2, he is in the first five minutes of Hostel 2. And then they take care of that storyline. Yeah, just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think adding a child hostage would have made this movie any better. I think... Yeah, I don't know, I don't it know just where they were going. It, the, like, the ending that they had was fine. Yeah, it kind of brings things like so that he gets even. Like, but the ring is still like he intact. So. He runs over yeah. the what people he, that wronged him. He, really he cuts off the fingers of the guy that killed his friend. The, so it's like the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, but he's not Liam Neeson though. He's like I mean, he Paxton, kind of is at this point. Hernandez or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so that is hostile. So Katie, who was your Favorite character in Hostel? Oh, that's a good question. Um, was, there were not very many characters. My yes. favorite character was Josh because he was fucking normal. <laughs> um, he wasn't super gross. He wasn't super douchey. Uh, like me, he does not like to be around smoke uh, and just like was grossed out at every turn when every single girl that he started talking to like lit up a cigarette. Yeah, and he was just like a sweet dude. He just wanted to fucking like... Hang out with his friends and then fucking leave. And he didn't get to do any of those things because his friends were only interested in tits and ass. And then he got murdered. So Josh is the best. Jeremy. My favorite character was the surgeon, the German guy. Yeah. Because I thought he was the most interesting character. Yeah. That he was the most like well-developed. His motivations were really clear and well-defined. And he acted on them in a way that's consistent with his character. Are we doing least favorite character right oh, now? Oh, after. We're going to do a, a okay. round robin. So that would be my favorite, favorite character. Danny? I don't have a favorite character. Yeah, everyone yeah. sucked. Yeah, you don't have to have one. Um, but I would say, actually, kind of the person I liked a little bit more was Svetlana. Because when Paxton goes to confront them at the bar and they have, like, their driver dude like who like actually takes the people i guess um she kind of hangs but like nah like i've already seen this art show like yeah that was a i don't, cool I don't need to see it. like i don't need to see it and like but at this point like usually we saw the girls like all done up but this time you kind of actually see them there like run down maybe yeah. having withdrawals from the drugs and whatever in the light of day they're like not in looking the light great. of day they're not looking great but and and so she kind of has this moment of like where like yeah i don't need to see this art show like where it still suck like she still sucks cuz she still take getting like marking the guys or marking people and stuff yeah. she's like not nah, i don't need to see this where natalia was just like <laughs> like <laughs> like i got paid a lot so that makes you my bitch yeah like so it's funny you brought up the whole thing of how they look uh, Eli Roth, he made it a point to show the further in the movie that you see them, the more that the veil of truth is popping out, the more they don't look good. At the beginning, when everything's all happy and sunshiny, they, they look hot and awesome. But then the longer in the movie... Go to the spa. The yeah, beer goggles come off. Yeah, when they're not... Slowly. <laughs> the beer goggles, yes. Yeah, the more you see them, they're like, you're not good people. They're like, yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> we weren't good from the beginning, but you were just horny. So I went with Act 2 and 3 Paxton. Beginning Paxton, he was a douchebag. But then the more his friends aren't there and he realizes something's up, 
that's when he realized something had to happen. And then the second he gets grabbed and he gets free, that Paxton, he was a fucking hero at that point. Like, hero of the movie. But before that, he was a douchebag. So He does redeem himself. Yeah. Completely. A um, lot. He's like, I mean, yeah, in the beginning, so he's like a college frat bro, yeah. whatever. But, like, he didn't deserve to have all of that stuff happen yeah. to him. <laughs> no. Like, okay, so you're kind of annoying, like... Doesn't mean you deserve to get tortured over it. Yeah. So you know that's the guy that like yeah you're you're rooting for and he does some badass things like yeah. he you know shoots a guy you know one shots a guy <laughs> you know like no he did he did cool rescues stuff. a person like you know car chase negotiation like he does all the you know things and he survives the yeah. movie he's the one survivor from yeah. his party. So Katie, who was your least favorite character? That would be elite hunting as a whole. Torture bullies. <laughs> oh, I'm wondering, a side note about that. You guys noticed there was an email address on that? Yeah. Like, has anybody ever tried emailing that to oh, see I'm if you sure. get some type of Easter absolutely. egg or something? I'm sure there I is. haven't, but absolutely uh, yeah, someone has. Do you want to, sure. as a, like... I'll look it up, but man, um, if my mm-hmm. phone turned off, I'm going to be mad at you, Jeremy. Don't do it. will <laughs> <laughs> uh, get you. Yeah, so just... The entirety of the elite hunting is just awful. Um, good name though, like the I mean, it's funny. The elite are um, but yeah, except for they're not really hunting. Well, this, yeah, I know the, the elite they are the elite. Are it's the easiest. That's hunting. actually it's a shell company. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it the could rich, be elite accounting. The rich matter. dudes and the whores um, basically are my least favorite part. But you're absolutely right. This movie was lacking. The hunting completely. I was actually kind of disappointed in that, which is weird to say, but I expected this movie to be more hunting. Like, okay, we're gonna go on a ch- like we're following these people like across Europe until they get to a place where we can like attack them or yeah, I would say the surgeon get them away did, like, from people. The surgeon did like the most direct hunting. Well, the whores were doing the hunting, but it was it was barely it was just like yeah. marking and then they would just like drug them and then they were t- tortured. Like there was no hunting involved really. It was like let's see what gullible fucking tourist we can drug their drink. Like cool? That's not hunting. Like <laughs> you yeah. just committed a crime. That's <laughs> fine. Jeremy my least favorite character was like the other guy in the murder place, like the guy that cut the his du- leg off. The douchey. Oh. Oh, the like unsure, like the oh, guy that German, like yeah. the, the apprehensive guy. dude. Yeah, I didn't like that guy. Yeah, he had I no mean, idea what he was doing. Um, he seemed, I mean, I guess he seemed like he. He was scared. the only reason. Yeah, he was scared, and the only reason. He was there was, like, to see what, like, to see what he would do. Like, he definitely didn't seem like he was Seemed like he was committed. He wasn't all in, for sure. No, he definitely wasn't. Yeah. Um, We just never got to really know his motivations of the three guys that we met who were there for you know, their, to get their rocks off or whatever. Yeah. He was the one that was the least um, developed. We didn't yeah. really know his motivations. And because probably because he seemed like that was his entire character arc was being unsure of yeah. himself. Oh, yeah. Super and I don't know. He was just kind of a bumbling fool. And he ends up 
killing himself. Like everything he did was like accidental. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oops, I slipped on blood. Oh, cut my whole leg off. Cut my whole leg yeah. off. <laughs> and then somehow was still like alive enough to still reach for things. Like, mm-hmm. no, bro, you cut your femoral artery. You for sure bled out in like 30 seconds. Like, not mm-hmm. you, did, you had no time to grab for anything. Like, that thing is like, you know, that guy had Paxton dead to rights. Yeah. Yeah. Messing around. You know, and somehow he ends up killing himself so that Paxton can escape and become <laughs> the hero of the film. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how it works, sadly. Because it's like the movie could have ended right there. Oh, he takes a chainsaw. And he cuts Paxton in half. The end. The credits hit. <laughs> like, dang, the movie is short. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Denny. Paxton was my least favorite just because he was the most... Douchey? The most <laughs> douchey. Like, oh, he was just having fun. Yeah. Like, but just Paxton was super douchey. God, the beginning like, the was enti- so cringe. Oh, so bad. Right. Like, yeah. it just... And, like, even though, yes, everyone was, like, uncomfortable, and if Homeboy was eating a salad with his fingers in front yeah. of me, I'd be uncomfortable. 2006 but like, was a different time, it but, was, like... It wasn't okay then, either. No, it wasn't. Ah, he was it just, wasn't. But like, everybody, a lot of people said those words. The, he said many words that are no longer no. acceptable. But just, like... It was the whole. It wasn't like, acceptable then. Oh, he, I know. He was like trying to push that. his vegan. It was like, oh, well, I'm a vegetarian, so you shouldn't be eating that in front of me. Like, mm. shut the fuck up. You're not. Wait, you're he's like a vegetarian that. frat pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Veg- yeah it was That's like a that weird was weird. Like, or so was it like the protein roll my gains. <laughs> yeah, that 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 part is just Paxson was just. He his was like was like if he hadn't gotten caught up in on the victim side of this. Like, he would have been one of these guys later on in life. Like, grown paying up to, to be one of these Pay into, like, assholes. oh, I'm bored with everybody, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay yeah. 50 grand to, That's to torture and kill idea. somebody. You know, I hadn't thought about yeah, that. Yeah, cool, what if? Like, like what he, if, what if he, he probably would have, like, if, like, I think, because I think the turning point for him was, you're right, definitely Josh. Is he like, no, I know Josh. Like, he would have left some sort of note. Like, he didn't leave a note. Like, yeah. that was definitely a big turning point for him. But, like, if they Holy, hadn't been targeted... believe that. Okay, yeah, we like, just met him. Yeah, we just whatever. met him, whatever. But Josh cool. is my friend. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if they wouldn't have been targeted, I think he he would have become one of those. Because they, I don't mentions... know that he would have made enough money to have been in this... <laughs> That's a big leap. He said, he said, when I take the... When I'm passing the bar, like, his, yes, his okay. goals are to become a lawyer. Yes. You're taking a big but leap from lawyers, become a lawyer and killing somebody lawyers, for money. Sh- Lawyers make make a lot of money compared to this table right now, but they do not make a lot of money to be considered quote elite. Like when I think of people who are elite, a partner or something, but like even then, like when I think of the elite, I'm thinking like Jeff Bezos and like you know the president of the UAE, like. People were just with fucking stacks and stacks and stacks of money to burn. But, but like, here the thing is that people buy these, like, you know, cars and, you know, like, other, like, you know, Rolexes and stuff, status symbols. The prices, like, that they're actually advertising, like, you know, relative to those things, it's like a couple Rolexes. And then it's you can not go a, kill somebody. I and guess, plan, I guess it's not so much. You don't need so to be much, Jeff Bezos to have that kind of money. I guess it's not so much a question of him having the financial means to participate it's a question of him knowing the people 
who would let him participate. Because mm-hmm. this is like a ring of rich-ass motherfuckers with skull mm-hmm. tattoos on their arms like they're goddamn Death Eaters. Like, you think some random, like... Mm-hmm. Hicks in the Sticks lawyer from wherever America is getting into this club. But, right, he's like California. <laughs> but how did these other guys, how did the Joe Rogan guy find them? We don't know. He got somehow connected it's, in. It's probably but, like Fight Club. You're not supposed to tell people, but every week they told somebody and somebody else was there. He's like, don't tell anybody. So we never saw friends. anything from Pax and Intent that he wanted to kill people. Yeah. His thing was sex workers. And alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was enough for him. Like, that was exciting for him. I don't feel like and he was at the plenty point. of that in America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he wanted to do it in Europe. Yeah. You know, so I don't, it's never, that never enters. I think it's a big jump to go from, he was going to make a lot of money one day yeah. as a lawyer to he was going to become one of these guys. No, I agree. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think he would have become one of these guys and I don't think there is even a pathway for him to have become one of these guys like I don't know random 20 year old or 25 year old passing the bar like you're not getting to there like oh it would have taken a long time but I mean even even in bitcoins like even in real life how many times have you like oh yeah they are no no happy marriage like he's been cheating on her left and right for he got bored that's that the whole thing. Like, these elite are bored with, like, regular life. They're more, like, bored, you know, fighting, hunting women. So, what's the next thing? How far can I push myself? Torture and kill people. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's... Possible. That, that's the line that everybody was doing. So, I picked, and every time I watch it, it changes with my least favorite character. I'm going to go with the one I said before. When I, Every time I watch it, it's people not being that careful out in the world. You're in another country, you hang out with your friends, that's good, you're not by yourself, but I don't know. It's never leave alone. Is this a cautionary tale? Very much so. And and they stayed close to each other pretty good, but when everybody was about to have sex and Oli's like, see y'all tomorrow morning, that's when it's like they start splitting up and then they both get drugged and Josh leaves to like, because he doesn't feel good. He doesn't tell anybody he's leaving, it's just... He gets up and packs, and I don't, I don't know if he was actually sitting there when Josh got he up. He was in a bad way. Yeah. You could tell he, at that moment, he's just, I need to get home. Yeah. And then Pat, it just, everything fell apart really soon for all of them, and then they kind of got split. So that's always been my least favorite in this movie, just people not being careful. Just like Mad-Eye Moody, man, constant vigilance. Just taken ready. You know, yeah, be ready. For I some shit. I hate you know to you know engage and like oh you know like not blaming the victim or anything, but like you know there's certain precautions that you can take to keep yourself safer, you know when you are traveling abroad. Yeah, I will say Taken is one of the rare instances in thriller horror movies where a girl isn't paying attention to her surroundings and gets drugged and kidnapped. Like, most horror movies that we have watched, movies similar to this where people are just getting, like, swiped off the street or drugged in some way, it is a dude getting drugged, slipping shit into his drink, giving him, like, laced weed or whatever the fuck, because... I really appreciate this about modern I cinema. Just say it like. I really, really appreciate this about modern cinema is that they have taken their cue from real life 
Because women, for the most part, are care like we have been taught for ages and ages and ages at this point to be careful as fuck with our drinks and things. Like pay attention. You you notice anyone going anywhere near your cup, like get a different drink. Don't take a sip, throw it away. You see someone acting weird, find another woman, get the fuck out. Like I appreciate that horror as a whole genre has pretty much kept up with this and it's not women getting picked off. It's idiot dudes yeah. who are like, yeah, let's fucking party and drinking just like whatever random beer somebody hands you. And it's like, dude, no, never do that. Yeah, that was, that is, I would say that is pretty refreshing. Like, like for all the, you know, for all the things that, okay, women are the victim. But it's like, oh, hey, three dudes are like the main, main victims here. So it's like, that's, that's, that's actually pretty refreshing. Like, hey, this shit happens hor- to everybody. A lot of horror is that. It's like men getting drugged for whatever reason. Like, girls in horror movies do become the victim, yes. But it's n- usually not because they got drugged and like got chained up or whatever the fuck. It's like some other weird incident happened where they Slip, couldn't get away. Their yeah, they they got super hurt and couldn't run away or <laughs> their car broke down and they you know, they you know, asked to use someone's cell phone and they got kidnapped or whatever. Like it's some random shit like that, but it's not being drugged in a bar or whatever. Like that's yeah. become very rare in movies and I really appreciate that because Women are just being more careful in general out in the world these days. There's a level of caution that comes with college age, 18 and up, like going, being in a club scene. There's a level of caution there that 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, you know, high schoolers do not give a fuck about because they think they're invincible and they've never had to deal with it because, I mean, I don't know how high school is these days, but when I was in high school, high schoolers, other high schoolers, didn't have the ability to get their hands on drugs to like date rape girls for the most part. Like that's a that's a very hard thing, thing to come by, you know, for a fifteen year old boy or whatever. Like you can get some like dime bags. Oh, I'm, of I'm not saying with oregano. I'm not saying that it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. I'm not you saying that it doesn't happen. Get just that a it's guy with a fake ID more to buy unlikely. beer. <laughs> yes. At fifteen. Yes. Like, anything more than that, like you're. In over exactly, which is why the girls in Taken weren't really paying attention to their surroundings because their little sheltered, like, 16-year-old life hadn't lent them to, like, the dangers of going to a club and dealing with, there's a creepy-ass dude who won't stop grinding on me. There's this guy who keeps trying to buy me drinks and keeps trying to buy me drinks and doing all these things. Like, no, don't. Go away. Okay, so let's do seven-word synopsis. Katie. Okay. Um, needed more blood for all those injuries. Um, this kind of shouts shouts back to our um, in our sensitivity desensitizedness. I guess that has come since this movie came out. But particularly when Josh gets murdered, they like he like drills into holes into his pecs and then into his arms and like cut his Achilles tendon on both legs and there was like no fucking blood anywhere like the he would be just close themselves up he would be <laughs> drenched in blood and though his Achilles tendon like there would be a pool of blood if his Achilles had already been fucking cut like just there was not enough blood for a bunch of the different scenes he should have blood out like from yeah some of the and movies. then um 
Human Trafficking Murdering Kills Douchey Americans, and Amsterdam Whores Drug Tourists for Murderous Pimp. <laughs> Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got. I came up with one. I had a different interpretation. I just tried to summarize the movie in yeah. seven words, and I said that pussy hunting frat bros get tortured gruesomely. That's a really good synopsis of the movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, so I also have a kind of synopsis, but mine's full of more spoilers. Uh, rich people fucked up, revenge get wrecked. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, rich mm-hmm. people are super fun. Like, especially that guy, the 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 amped up biz- business guy, whatever he was. Yeah. He's just like, is he's like, he's like, oh, this is the first time. They give me a gun. So should I just do it quick? Should I just do it? Yeah, just do it. Quick. Just get it over quick. No, fuck that. I'm going old school. Like, dude. And then just... The roid rage. Yeah, the roid rage was fucking real. And then, so, revenge, obviously, just packs in. He's like, everybody that fucked him along the way, he wound up wrecking him. I feel like his closure was, like, annoyingly... Like perfect, simple. Like, it was. It was. He shouldn't have gotten was a little that annoyingly like, perfect. Oh, they're yeah. just right here in the middle of the like, road where you happen yeah, to be escaping from the place like, where they put you. Like, like oh, just run them over, all three for one. Yeah, like, the girl. The girls kind of made sense being in the middle of town, but like Alex was in Amsterdam. Like, why was he back in Slovakia? Maybe well, they were just split, per- split working perfectly, collecting the money, some type of. I guess and that, that makes sense because he, he knew them somehow. Like yeah. so, he's but somehow. Clearly, yeah, he was. Yeah, but all three order, for one. Three like, for one, mm-hmm. and then you know perfect he just spot in the middle of the road, and then yeah, yeah perfect spot <laughs> hits. He's able to hit the two uh, Svetlana and Alexi died on this spot. Natalia's okay, but then she gets run over by the other car. And then hilarious. fucking he runs into the like happens to find the doctor at the yeah. on the train. Like, convenient. It was it was a very convenient ending. Yeah. Um, then I I love this line because where this got turned onto my list was Ice Nine Kills, worst vacations, worst spelled like brought worst so oh. like sausage. W R W R S T. So. Paid a lot, you are my bitch. Yeah. That's a good line. I was thinking about trying to figure out a way to do that. So yeah, you beat me not. to it. Um, do we have a body count for the film? No. I like to keep track. Ooh. Uh, well, we do something. I'll, I'll we'll bring it up there. a little bit. So my first one is, it's a quote from the movie. It made me laugh when I heard it. Hey, my, pass- my passport chafes my thighs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he doesn't keep the passport on him because it chafes his thighs. And then my next one is Child Gang was cool and super deadly. Those kids were they were like Ewoks, man. They were precision wrecking, with rocks. They were wrecking those stormtroopers. It was yeah. it was fucking great. So I wonder if they ate him afterwards. No, nah, they just beat him up. So uh, this movie came out ju- no, January. Chewing their gum. <laughs> uh, January sixth. That makes sense. Why I went and saw this? It was a birthday present. 2006. Capricorn season. Yeah. So what do you guys think the budget for this movie was, Katie? Four million. Four? Jeremy? Um, the first number that came to my head was like ten million. Ten? Okay. Danny? I'm going to price this right this bitch. Ten, ten million, million and one. Ah, oh, fuck ten you. <laughs> so the closest to the budget was Katie. It's 4.8 million. So nice. They kept it pretty cheap. I mean, it was on location, but... 
Not that much. Oh, I mean, the, the, yeah, they're definitely, I wouldn't see like much special effects. Like the prosthetics were on point. Yeah. It was just a lot of different places, but they didn't have to set them up. It was, they were in a dingy, like insane asylum. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm, I am sure. Actually, being in Slovakia, I'm sure, especially, so we, we kind of skimmed over, like, so when, Paxton was getting wheeled away. There was a dude to like just burn like what's left of the bodies. Yeah. I was once they saw like once we I realized that that was a chimney stack behind uh, Ollie or Oli oh. and the other girl. I was kind of like that shit was probably a death camp or at Ooh. least or at least an extermination spot like back in the day. That? So Jeez. that is probably like hundred percent what that maybe not torture. But may, that may have been like a an experiment facility back Shit. during like World War II. I didn't think about that. Shit. For the, either the Soviets or the Germans. Yeah. That's reasonable. Okay. What do you guys think the box office was? Katie? 60 million. 60. Jeremy? 120 million. 120. Like where your head's at. Denny? Mm, 81. 5. 81? <laughs> 81.5. So, the closest to the box office was Denny. So, the box office was $82 million. Uh, this movie, it's one of those cheap ones, and it just makes stupid amounts of money. Uh, we've, Which is why they made more. We've watched tons of movies that just like, oh, we did this for like 80 bucks. Well, it made $10 million. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Order six more. <laughs> As we kind of said earlier, I feel like part of that was just like, oh, this is like super controversial. I'm gonna go see it. Yeah, and it was kind of that thing, like the you know that first week when people watched it, like damn that was wild, and just that word of mouth, and it's like, well shit, Jeremy saw it, he liked it a lot. I'm gonna go see it. I avoided this movie because of that. Everyone was like, oh my god, it's so gruesome, it's so bad, and watching it now, I'm like, it actually wasn't that bad. Like, yeah, yeah, this is like, meh. There were a couple of parts where that was like. Got I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'm yeah. not gonna close my eyes. But I had Roxy over here, yeah. Yeah. like emotionally supporting me. I just had my hand on. Jeremy Roxy. had an emotional support dog. I was like, I can watch this as yeah. long as yeah. she's right here. <laughs> Roxy had her paws up covering her face. I, should, I think she so, was looking think, the other way. I think the moment I cringed the most was after uh, passing cut off Kana's eye, eye, and then it just like oozed. Yeah, that like was... that made me cringe. With, like the toe thing. Like, that did, like, because they cut away real fast, I was like, oh. It's the okay. anticipation, though. It's but, the implication yeah, but of so, what's about to happen. Actually, with the eye. Can I go back, like, why wasn't it more bloody? I want to counter your, why wasn't Josh more bloody, was... That was her. He, Me. Are you? Because? Because... I'm the no bandage. Why did the, they bandage any yeah. of these things? Yeah, that one, that one was weird. But, um, he... So he was studying to be a surgeon, and literally the only reason he would he didn't was he had the shaky hands. Yeah. So he would have known, like he would have known, like okay, if I hit here or don't go too deep, I can make sure I can do like cause a lot of pain, especially without anesthesia oh, or anything, shit. but not be fatal. Like, cause yeah, you see, he has like two trickles like down his chest, but it's like oh, okay, it's not that bad, but. That would be really painful. Like, okay, I can go just deep enough and not puncture anything. That's reasonable. Actually, that probably is what he was going for. There's 
Uh, there's a couple of books, uh, Stephen King stories, where he's like, I know how far to stab you to make it really, really, really hurt, and but it won't look that bad. The Achilles cuts were, like, an inch and a half, like, all the way through his ankles. Like, when he stood up, his legs fucking, like, his ankles folded in on themselves. He would have bled out from those cuts. There, there should there, have been more blood. There's there's oh, not there's yeah. not an option uh, I, right there. But there's I, I no, feel you, you on the you other can't, one. Like, but the Achilles... Get, like, you could yeah. paper cut it, maybe, and not get a cut. But if you cut <laughs> as deep as they cut, you would have, like... Mm-hmm. I'm touching my ankle right now. <laughs> you would have cut some serious shit. Like, there'd be so much blood. That, that, that was the thing. It goes with the no bandages thing, is that all of these wounds just magically stop bleeding at some point. Yeah. And, like cauterize or scout <laughs> over fast enough that it's they didn't need any medical attention whatsoever they put tape on it they didn't even put tape on it they did nothing yeah well, that's frustrating Kana's wouldn't have bled Kana's was that would have actually cauterized so yeah it would, yeah hers was well, melted it was a blowtorch she yeah. would have had like you know whatever the highest degree of burns. Yeah, are. no, her shit would have been melted. Have been they couldn't have put any bandages on it. They they would have put a slab on it at the at a hospital had she made it to a hospital. But that's it. The problem, the biggest problem is the Paxton's fucking fingers because they yeah, would have just kept definitely, bleeding. Those definitely seem to stop bleeding real fast. Yeah that, yeah, that glove would have filled up with blood for sure. That was way after the fact, too. The yeah. glove. Yeah. Yeah, he somehow had time to take a shower. Yeah, he cleaned up. Yeah, well, maybe he, he bandaged it up. We never saw his hand again afterward. So well, maybe, we saw the glove on. He didn't have anything on it. He didn't have anything when he was... That's why he was wincing so hard. I, it probably still hurt even with a bandage on it. That fucking mess. What do you got? Just this little, this little blurb. Uh, qualitative and quantitative hist- histological analyses in the study show that the Achilles tendon has a poor blood supply throughout its length, as determined by the small number of blood vessels per cross-section area, which do not, in general, carry uh, very significantly along the path. So actually, maybe there wouldn't be a, like, a whole bunch of blood if he just gets the tendon. Maybe there but wouldn't well, be Well, then I have blood. an argument, a gripe to pick with <laughs> fucking urban legends, because... When, what is it, Joshua Jackson or whoever? No, get, somebody else. Somebody yeah. gets their fucking Achilles tendon sliced. They straight up die. Okay, so with that, that is the end of the show. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Eli Roth, or Hostel, or why you, your chainsaw should have a button on it, who is that? Alan Town Pod. We have an email, it is. Alan Town Presents at gmail.com. Facebook at. Alan Town Presents. So, like I said, this is the fourth annual Halloween Screenathon. Got friends. We got 30 more movies. I don't so know when this is going to be in the list, but I'm very excited. Like, been four, four years of this, so I'm very pumped about it. So, so the music you're listening to right now, that is Flippin' the Combined Effort, Flippin' the CE, anywhere you can find them. The Studio Feats us. Thank you so much for the artwork. Uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another scary movie. Hey, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Good night. <laughs> the wrestlers heard the zombies was the match of the night, but our marathon was almost out of fright. Not before we had a survivor's choice. The sequel of Hocus Pocus made them rejoice. It was the scream of dawn. No lights on. All pros, no cons. It was.
Now that's spooky. <laughs>